0: From the American College of Financial Services, it's time for Next Gen in 10. I'm Ross Riskin, chair of the Next Gen Advisory Task Force, and for the next 10 minutes, you'll be joined by our hosts and guests discussing topics relevant to
1: up-and-coming financial advisors. Hey all, it's Alana Phillips with NextGen Gen in 10, and I am here today with Dominique Henderson, founder of DJH Capital Management and the Jumpstart Coaching Lab. Thanks for being here with me today, Dom.
0: Absolutely, Alana. Great to be here.
1: I'm excited for this conversation. I think as we talk about next gen, you are working on a project with JumpStart that is right in line with what's important to us and and the audience of this podcast. So maybe you can start us off, Dom, a little bit of you know kind of how you fit into financial services, what JumpStart is, and we'll go from there.
0: A quick version of my history, which is almost 22 years now. So it's not really that quick, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> s- slam it in there. So I, I started at a hedge fund in 98, did that for several years and probably watched too many episodes of Flip That House and thought I tried my hand at real estate. That lasted about 18 months. But my passion has always been client facing, helping people solve problems. And so I got my life and health series seven and 66. Everybody knows that whole song and dance. Broker dealer though, kind of broke up. So I found myself without a home and then found a RIA here in Dallas through a, a friend and really cut my teeth with client services there. By the time I left, it was half a billion under management and 600 families. And I was responsible for about a third of that. But there were no succession plans as is pretty standard nowadays in this industry, which is a shame. And so I decided to start DJ's Capital Management in 2016 and really haven't looked back. Did some consulting work on the side, maybe around 2017, 2018. And really found this spot or space with aspiring financial professionals. Really funny story to end this. (laughs) I was working with a coach. I had hired a coach because I was getting into video. I said, or my wife, who's much smarter than me, she goes, so you're a financial advisor trying to get people to trust you with your money, but you're not showing your face. And I was like, ooh, good point. So I got into video. I hired a coach. Heather Ramirez, not afraid to say her name. She's great. Anybody that wants to work with her will definitely up their game in video. But the point is is she said, hey, why don't you, you know, I'm trying to build up my, my DGH capital management Ranch. She says, hey, why don't you do a video of a uh, day in the life of financial advisor? And I was like, my ideal client doesn't want to hear about that. But I followed her advice and that is my most popular video. Most people that find me on YouTube find me with day in the life of financial advisor or something like that. So that's how Jumpstart started. Actually, it was the comments from that video, the questions from that video that kept me doing more content and eventually just to form that community, which I like to call the first international community for aspiring financial professionals. So that is the long answer to your very short question.
1: (laughs) Well, that is super cool. And that is all the good stuff, Dom, right? I mean, you've had a lot of different experiences in the industry. So that sort of lends itself, I think, to jumpstart and being able to give that perspective to aspiring financial advisors. And I've seen the video. I actually, it's funny because I have you know younger people, especially in college that I tend to work with, reach out to me and I'll ask that question, like, what is it a financial advisor, financial planner, financial consultant? And so I've seen the video you know, and and you're very real about what our industry is like. So obviously, you know, from that video, Dom, you saw there was a a gap, right, in the industry in terms of what we tell people or or don't tell people and what they need to know. Talk to me about how you feel like Jumpstart is able to fill that gap.
0: Yeah, it is definitely a play on words, right? Jumpstart to accelerate, to, you know, move, ahead, quantum leap, however you want to kind of take that. I think At the end of the day, the example I use is like HelloFresh. So I love to cook, but the analogy here is really simple, but I think it's very appropriate in that if I decide to do HelloFresh, I'm doing the cooking, or if I decide to go to the grocery store, I'm doing the cooking. I'm still doing the cooking. So the aspiring financial professional is doing the cooking. You still got to do the work. You got to go do CFP or AFC or whatever you decide to do, go back to school. But wouldn't it be great if a box of ingredients to cook your meal was dropped off at your front door? with you know, the exact proportions of what you needed, step-by-step instructions, unless you just wanted to take all the time to go up to your local grocery store, go through the aisles, get in the checkout, put them in your car, come back home, and then do the cooking. Like You're putting a lot of steps in between you and doing the cooking and actually eating. So Jumpstart is there to remove the steps, essentially. What I found out is that most people won't do something when you put obstacles in front of them. <laughs> So I'm just playing to the human psyche and the psychology here where I think there's this obstacle course of a maze that we got to go through so many times when you get a career changer that just like, just tell me what I need to know. And that's the gap that I didn't, I didn't see that gap being filled in the industry currently.
1: Yeah. The HelloFresh of financial services. So, and I feel like it's even worse than that, Dom, than like, you know, HelloFresh is like, yeah, I could go to the grocery store. I could get these same ingredients. It's like when you come to financial services, though, you're at the grocery store and everything is like unlabeled cans and boxes. (laughs) You're trying to guess, is this the soup? Is this the rice? Like everything is so unclear. So you- No,
0: I would agree with that.
1: (laughs) You've also, I think, made some of the ingredients so much clearer to people. We'll stop there and be back in a second.
0: Give your clients the retirement security they need with our Retirement Income Certified Professional designation. Visit theamericancollege.edu slash RICP to learn more.
1: Learn how a goal-based approach redefines 21st century investment with our Wealth Management Certified Professional designation. Bring your value to a new level at theamericancollege.edu slash WMCP. Okay, Dom, let's pick our conversation up where we left off.
0: Let's get to it.
1: So when you, you know, when you talk about that video, there were questions that were asked on there of folks that saw the day in the life of a financial advisor. What are some of the biggest questions that you hear from people, you know, new looking at the industry?
0: I think they fall into three buckets. There's some themes around them definitely, right? So it's how do I get into the industry? What is financial services, right? There's a lot of job titles under that how do i get qualified to get advice how do i get clients like how do i actually you know get people to sign up with me whether i'm working with somebody i always tell the, the difference here you know yeah that's that sounds more like of a, a answer for an entrepreneur to answer but actually working with somebody working at a firm and having an employer and you being an employee it's really important for you to understand that psychological journey that people go through to buy something right whether you look at yourself as selling financial services or not you need to understand that process and so i think those are the biggest themes right so you know people come to me hey do i have to sell products to be a financial advisor mm, no you don't but sometimes that that's involved right in education and licensing and you know i think a, a real big one that i didn't address just now is how do i handle the pay cut right if you're a career changer and you're you know 5 10 15 years into the business of whatever you did before you make the switch, you're like, there's a lot more than me just making the decision. It's more than a notion, like my family or my spouse got to get involved, even my children. You know, there, there's a large ship to turn if you're starting from scratch because you love this. So those are the type of questions that I come across.
1: Yeah. And I would imagine there's a lot of pitfalls in that, right? Of how do I get in? Uh, What is this industry? How do I get clients? How do I handle my sort of own personal finances? So what do you think are the things that you give them that allow them to avoid those pitfalls? What's the advice?
0: Well, I think it's two things. So I often tell people, you can come to me, you can come to Jumpstart, the community is there. But I think the most important things in order to be successful in this career is determination, skills, and opportunity. So I I can't really give you determination. I can cheerlead you for a little bit, but I'm not the best cheerleader. I'm kind of like how Michael Jordan said in the last dance, I'm not gonna be a great coach. I'm just too hard on people (laughs) and hard on myself. So that's not what I'm here for. You gotta bring your own determination and motivation. Skills I can help with a little bit, right? I can tell you things that I know, but largely you're gonna have to go do your own studying for the CFP or whatever you decide to do. But I can really help you with opportunity. Like I have a big network, I have a, a growing platform and I can point you the ways that you're going to have the least amount of bumps in the road because this is not going to be a linear path. Don't make the mistake of thinking that. But if you want to put the work in and you want and you're not afraid of getting, you know, a little dirt on your fingernails, I can definitely show you the fastest way. So I think people are getting opportunity. I think I provide a lot of perspective to help them avoid some of these pitfalls you know, you've heard about this, the whole bait and switch on, yeah, you're going to do really great financial work after you sell a thousand of our XYZ (laughs) product, you know. So, you know, a lot of churn and burn, industry churn and burn, as I call it, happens because of that. And to be quite honest, and this is where this is kind of, you know, this bugs me a lot. And I think one of the reasons why I continue to do this is, you know, it leaves a sour taste and a bad taste and probably an otherwise really qualified candidate that could really do great work here, mm-hmm. right? When I start to zoom out and say, Dom, do you want to build the biggest firm and reach the you know most amount of people? That's still going to be finite. At the end of the day, that's finite. I can only reach so many people. And I'll be honest, at this stage of my career, I don't even want to work with everybody.
1: Right? <laughs> that's another
0: thing, right? So how about I share my perspective with people that want to get in this industry that will then go serve the underserved or whoever, Mm -hmm. you know, whoever they want to go to. To me, that's the better model. Because I'll just be honest. I tell this to people all the time. I'm not doing this to get rich. If I wanted to do this, if I wanted to get rich, I would just build the biggest wealth management firm I can and charge people 1%. That's a very proven model. But I was listening to Tyler Perry at an award show and he said, you know, once you've gotten to a point where you've kind of stabilized yourself and you've arrived, your job is to hold the door open for others. Mm
1: -hmm. So that's what
0: Jumpstart is about is holding the door open for others.
1: I love that. It sounds like, although you're not the cheerleader, like you said, you're Michael Jordan punching Steve Kerr to, you know, make the point, which I'm a big fan of, but, but you're right, right. We got to hold the door open for other people. And I think that sort of answers, you know, my final question for you in this segment of our conversation, Dom is, I mean, you're an advisor. I think a lot of advisors go, why would I want more advisors to come into the industry? This is competition for you, right? You bring somebody in down the road from you. How do you know they're not going to take your clients from you, right? But that's not something that you're concerned about, it sounds like.
0: No, I think, was it Zig Ziglar that said, if you spend your time helping enough people get what they want, you'll always have what you want? I live by that, right? I I live in an abundance mentality. So I'll always have what I want as long as I'm delivering what other people need. So I think that's kind of the problem with our industry, actually, is that, you know, we are too competitive from a standpoint of it is a detractor or definitely a repellent to people that are outside looking in. And we've gotta change that because here's the reality. If you're good at what you do and you serve your clients well, even the advisors that don't do that that well, they have something like less than a 5% attrition rate. I've been doing this a while. It's like really, really low. So the fact of the matter is, is your clients aren't going anywhere if you're doing a good job. Now, if you're not, I can't help you there. So
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's, yeah, that's when you're on your own for sure. No, but you're right. I mean, I think that abundance mindset is something we've got to continue to, to preach into our industry. And especially for those that are coming in new, I think that's what makes it so much more attractive. So Dom, I appreciate your insights on that. I'm excited to continue the conversation about Jumpstart and what you're doing. So thanks for being here with us today.
0: Absolutely. For more episodes, visit our website at theamericancollege.edu slash podcasts. This has been Next Gen in 10, brought to you by the American College of Financial Services.